0: Hi everyone. Welcome back. This is Amit Ray with Money Talk, the show where we talk about how to make, save and grow your money in order to look forward to a comfortable and secure financial future. It's great to hear from you again. Well, uh, actually, I can't hear you, but uh, I'm assuming you're applauding every word that I say. So thank you very much for that. Okay, so today we are going to talk about a really interesting topic about how to invest or rather what are the advantages and benefits of investing as a couple. If you are newly married or in a committed relationship, congratulations. Short of being born into money, you've made probably the biggest stride towards wealth creation that anyone can make. I'll explain how in just a little bit, but let me first describe how we set up our finances between my wife and myself. The core principle that we have is full transparency. Right from the time she and I got married, and in fact from uh, frankly a little bit before that, but please do not tell our parents that, uh, from So anyway, from the time we got married, we've treated our money as a common asset. We know what each other earns, which means our individual salary, bonus, stock grants, you name it, everything is visible to the other and it has always been. Second, we've held joint accounts for actually over 10 years now. Both our salaries get credited into the same account. Long back when we did keep separate accounts, we still had food full visibility into each other's accounts. But right now, a joint account just seems a bit more convenient, which is why we've done it this way. It also has the added bonus of allowing both of us individual access to the account. In case something unfortunate happens to one or the other of us, the other one won't have to rush from you know, pillar to post trying to establish kinship and doing all kinds of other documentation just to get access to our money. Third element of full transparency is that we know what our total portfolio looks like, which means our trading accounts, property, bonds, uh, even bank lockers actually are known to each other. So this means at any point of time, both of us know exactly what we own in the wide, wide world Uh, uh, in each other's uh, accounts and holdings. And finally, and this one is uh, honestly a little weird, but the main credit card that we use is actually a joint card. And I am the supplementary holder on that. And pretty much all our spending goes through it. And why am I the supplementary card holder? Well, uh, uh, about 10 years back when we moved to Singapore, uh, I actually set up my own startup at the time. And because I wasn't earning anything, it was uh, essentially impossible for me to get my own card. So I piled on as a supplementary card holder to my wife's credit card and we've just kept it the same way ever since. It's just, uh, I just find it more convenient that way. But having said that, let me also note that uh, doing this means I don't have my own credit history and that actually is a pretty risky thing to be doing. So I am actually planning to uh, get a a credit card of my own. So if any of you have great recommendations for uh, for a credit card in Singapore, do let me know. I'm definitely in the market for one right now. Anyway, so let me get back to the main point of this conversation, which is about uh, a couple finances. And I would also say that the full transparency model that we adopt does have certain uh, let's say potential downsides. Uh, Honestly, they don't bother us uh, much anymore. We've been married for a really long time. But I do want to lay it out there for the rest of you so that uh, you can go into this kind of an arrangement if you want with your eyes fully open. So number one, because we know what uh, we earn, I know that my wife earns a lot more than me. A lot more than me. And I'm happy about it. But uh, that is, of course, something that, uh, uh, you know, uh, people need to deal with in their own relationships If that is the case in yours as well. Uh, Second thing is. uh, Now that she knows that I know that uh, she earns more than I do. She's always under the impression that I'm sneakily trying to quit my job one day. And uh, just kind of uh, pursue my hobbies and interests. And all those other kinds of things. Or maybe I'm even working on some sort of a secret side startup that she doesn't know about. So... So this transparency does make her worry a little bit, I hope jokingly, uh, about the fact that I'm just uh, ready to pull the trigger and quit my job one day. So that's the second uh, downside of full transparency. And the third, and honestly the biggest one, and this is uh, uh, real, is that uh, the fact that we can see each other's spends, uh, especially on the credit card, uh, leads to some, let's call it healthy, within quotes, debate. Like, for example, hey, Amit, why do you need to buy speakers when you already have, uh, you know, your old Bluetooth speakers? And uh, I don't know what to say to that. But anyway, so on the whole, the benefits have far, far outweighed uh, any kind of, uh, you know, issues that we may have had uh, about uh, shared transparency. So uh, honestly, from my standpoint, I think it's a great working model and I wholeheartedly recommend it. Uh, if uh, if of course you can deal with the downsides, anyway, so main point is we maintain a completely transparent setup, uh, and I wanted to get into detail on this one because this is what informs the rest of the conversation that I'm going to have with you Okay, so let's look at the the benefits of investing as a couple. The most important, like an overarching theme over here is that you get twice of everything. So I said at the start that investing as a couple is one of the biggest power moves that you can make in your financial uh, journey. And this is why. Because you actually get twice of everything. In fact, the first thing that you get twice of, more than twice of, is savings. So you get more than twice the savings. So you have two salaries. So of course you can save twice as much, right? But no, we actually save more than twice of what we might have done individually. How do we do that? Because right from the time we were married, we made a simple decision. And this is a really easy one to follow. We would save one person's entire take-home pay and live off only one salary. This was a really great rule of thumb as it is super easy to follow and very easy to set up as well, especially because back then we used to have separate accounts. So in the beginning, when our earnings were far lower than what they are right now, um, I mean, this was uh, 20 years back, so definitely we earned a lot less than we earn today. Um, And in fact, our earnings were a lot closer to each other. We would save the smaller salary and live off the larger one and that was just practical because uh the amount we earned back then it would have been very very difficult to live on less than that for two people but as time went on we remained relatively frugal ultimately reaching the point where we were living off the lower salary and saving the larger one so this simple rule of thumb of living off one salary has resulted in us saving more than twice of what we might have done individually. So the first benefit is you get more than twice the savings. The second benefit is that you get twice the time to do research. So speaking for myself with a full-time job and side hobbies or hustles such as uh, actually such as this one, I have very limited time to deeply research or frankly even keep a close track of our finances. Luckily, my wife and I are in this together, so we can distribute the workload. And two people's worth of research is always better than one. The third thing that you get double off is twice the investing ideas. The really cool thing about joining forces is how wide a net you can cast when it comes to investing ideas. For example, I'm personally interested in gadgets or productivity apps and so I might have views on uh, some tech stocks like maybe Slack. Whereas my wife has deep knowledge of retail and e-commerce which allows her to suggest promising picks in those sectors and actually keep me away From putting money down on duds in those areas. And the last double benefit that we get is twice the network of experts. Both of us have worked for two decades in a variety of roles and industries. So during this period, we've built a network of friends and acquaintances. ...who have then moved on to work in a variety of sectors and roles uh, and companies. So if we are really stuck, we actually can draw on the wisdom of all of these friends and acquaintances... ...to keep us on the right path. If it were just one or the other of us, we would have had just half this network. Uh, Actually, in our case, uh, my wife would have had 99% of this network... And I would have had 1%. The nature of how things work with us, in most circles, I'm known as my wife's husband or my kid's dad. Um, I have no identity of my own. Except here, where uh, you all know me, right? Right? Okay, so we talked about all the double benefits, and that's actually quite a lot already. But there's more. There are some not-so-obvious advantages as well. First of all, access to restricted investments. So the fact that you can save much more than either of us could do individually means that we just have a much larger corpus to invest. So armed with these savings we have access to far larger investments than we would have been able to achieve earlier. So as a great example, we were able to purchase an apartment large enough to accommodate not just our family, but also our guests. Yes, maybe, just maybe, we might have been able to afford the monthly mortgage payments. But we would never have been able to put together enough for the down payment if it were just one of us Uh, saving the money and thanks to this investment we've been able to safely host my parents for an extended period of time during this entire covid thing rather than leaving them to fend for themselves back home and i'm really really grateful that we were able to make this happen and it's all because we were able to pool together our finances to buy a place large enough uh, for them to stay with us In addition, our joint investment corpus makes us eligible to get more specialized financial products from our bank. These products are not available at ticket sizes less than a certain amount and these hold the potential to deliver higher returns than typical funds. But they need a minimum investment that we couldn't aspire to uh, uh, individually. And by the way, when they say the rich get richer, this is one of the reasons why it happens. Because the rich actually get access to instruments that the average person cannot avail of. Another area where joint investing really helps is in using our complementary strengths to establish some checks and balances. For example, if I'm confident in our research I can be pretty calm, you know, even if prices fall uh, and we, uh, on paper, are losing a lot of money. In fact, I might even plan to buy more of that investment if uh, the prices are sufficiently attractive. My wife, on the other hand, is eternally hesitant to buy and then starts panicking at the first sign of trouble. Left to her, we would buy only like one share at a time exclusively in fang stocks which means the facebook apple amazon netflix google group and uh, sell it the moment it drops by a dollar which means that in effect we would uh, uh, buy just a little bit and hold it just long enough to make a loss and then sell it off which means guaranteed loss every time not exactly a recipe for financial success So the checks and balances and joint decision making helps a lot in this situation. You know, like in those movies where there's some sort of a bomb that you have to set off and two people have to turn two keys simultaneously to make something happen. That's exactly the uh, system that we have. Joint decision making keeps us from making buy and sell decisions that are based in fear or panic. Similarly, my strength is in fundamental analysis. I like to research a few stocks, set a target price and buy substantial amounts when the price has been reached. After that, I forget about it, which means you know I don't make knee-jerk decisions based on day-to-day market movements. And this also works very well with my overall buy-and-hold approach. My wife, on the other hand, keeps a really close watch on the news and on price trends. She's the first to know when a piece of news has the potential to impact our portfolio or perhaps make a new stock a buy even if it doesn't meet my normally stringent target price. That way we can figure out what to do with this new information. Often we decide to do nothing but it's a really good system of checks and balances where there is a core base of research from my side which gives us something to go with, and then a lot of uh, trend-related information coming from her side, which we can then combine in order to figure out uh, whether to buy or sell something uh, in a much more holistic sort of way. And finally, each of us just has different investing interests. One might be more interested in a specific sector than the other, For example, my wife is interested in retail, and so she has a really high level of expertise in that area. But I'm, for example, slowly trying to learn a bit more about gold and commodities, because especially in today's environment, it seems like something that all of us need to know something about. So therefore, I learn a little bit more about these new areas, while my wife continues to focus largely on stocks and funds. And frankly, even if we never become pro-analyst-level expert, which we will definitely not become, at least each of us will develop an above-average level of knowledge in our individual areas and also discover and cultivate supporting resources that we can draw on as we need them. If only one of us were in the game, we'd only be able to cover half of these topics. And last, but absolutely not the least, sometimes it's just nice to have a partner to carry the load. Investing the right way takes some effort, for sure. I mean, let me not sugarcoat it. If you've heard my previous episodes or read any of my articles on Medium, you'd see that uh, it's not just something that you do for a few minutes on a certain day and then forget about it. Investing the right way takes effort and discipline. Um, So it is nice to have a partner in in this journey. It's 24-7 discipline of saving, hours of research, uh, panic sometimes when you realize you've made a horrible mistake. Sometimes you need to even stay awake late nights to place a trade in a different time zone. Like for example, we buy stocks in the US markets, which means um, we often have to be up at least at the start of, of trading. All of this can actually take a toll. And for most of us, it's difficult to keep this going 24-7, 365. So, you know, it's nice to be able to just stop for a little bit to take some time off. And if you didn't have a partner on this journey, this little bit of time off tends to stretch and stretch and stretch. And then it suddenly goes from days to weeks to months to years frankly Uh, and every year that you lose is a year that you lose towards achieving your financial goals and take it from me I mean again this channel is all about practical advice and tips which is based on my own experience and uh, to be honest I took time off and a really long time off uh, over the last several years and ended up missing the biggest bull run in history Uh, starting from around 2010 till maybe 2017-18 just by taking time off at just the wrong time. And that's when my wife wasn't really that much into uh, the nitty gritties of investing and so we kind of missed the boat on that one. So take it from me, having a partner in crime makes it so much easier. You're going to sink and swim together you win or you lose together. And so it's nice to have someone else to carry the baton while you take that little bit of time off. And then it's nice to have that same someone give you a kick in your butt and make you get back to the discipline of saving and planning and investing uh, for your uh, joint financial future. So that's it for today, everyone. I hope you liked today's episode. Feel free to rate it, Uh, Leave your comments either on my blog or on uh, whichever podcast platform you're using. Uh, The notes for this episode will be on my blog. It's crazytalk.online, C-R-A-Z-Y-T-O-K dot online. Or you can just click the link in the description of this episode. So the notes are there. Feel free to look them up after you finish. Uh, I really hope this uh, this discussion was useful, and um, thanks a lot for listening in. See you next time. This is Amit Ray with Moneydon.